Hello, and welcome to A Podcast the Podcast, hosted by Lee and Robbie. This week's episode is proudly brought to you by Anchor FM in partnership with Spotify. Whatever you listen to, listen with pride. And now your hosts, Lee and Robbie. Yellow, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just, I just said yellow. What the fuck is happening? Yellow. Hello. <laughs> yes, hello, and welcome to uh, Cis White Man Talks About Abortion, the podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Robbie. And I say uh, cis white man singularly because I am straight and biracial and Robbie is white and bisexual. <laughs> so, <laughs> combined, we are the patriarchy. <laughs> exactly. We we encompass a, a broad spectrum of the patriarchy yeah, here on this yeah. podcast. We're all it's where it's inclusion, it's diversity. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we don't have a guest this week. There's too much to discuss. Uh we we tried to get pro life Spider Man on here, and the climate was just not right for that. So yeah, yeah, we had talked about that <laughs> a couple weeks ago, and I think maybe it's a little too soon <laughs> to get pro life Spider Man. It always be yeah. too soon. Well, yeah. If yeah, you're not know if you're not familiar, a pro life activist who goes by the name pro life Spider Man scaled the Devon Tower, Oklahoma City's skyscraper of sorts. Um, which was pretty cool till, uh, you know, at the time when he was doing it, nobody knew who the fuck this guy was. It was just some vagrant (laughs) climbing the tallest building downtown. (laughs) Everyone was super psyched. And then he got arrested and came out. He's a, uh, anti-abortion activist who raises awareness for forcing women to have birth by climbing tall, uh, things, (laughs) a very effective strategy, apparently climbing by, well, you know, Buildings are I mean, very phallic. It's true. Yeah, I didn't stop to think about the symbolism <laughs> that he was that he was the the sperm coming out of the penis to fertilize an egg and give give God another disciple or whatever. Oh God. Yeah. All right. Look, there's to to quote uh, one of the greatest songwriters of uh, of the the gen- of our generation, Robbie. Uh, My uh-huh. world's on fire. How about yours? Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Man, the Supreme Court's just pumping out bangers, huh? Just really fucking firing off. Pump and dump, baby. Goddamn right. Emptying, emptying a full fucking clip into the heart of democracy. Oh, boom, yeah. boom, boom. So yes. what? So we had, we had, uh, police don't need to redo your Miranda rights anymore. Um, technically, yes. they still do, but they won't be punished if they don't. Yeah, they can just forget um, to do that, and it's not a big deal. Yeah, and it's fine. Everything, it's totally cool. Um, Roe v. Wade, of course, well, uh, big decision. It's it started with them determining that the Second Amendment extends beyond the right to bear arms to protect your home. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot about the the New York stuff. You New York tried to pass. Um, it was a law that stated laws, basically. Yeah, yeah. It was a law that stated if you wanted to get a. Uh, open carry permit, and I think even a concealed carry permit, you had to demonstrate that you had a need beyond just being like a normal citizen. Right. And if you couldn't do that, then they wouldn't grant it, and the Supreme Court said that was unconstitutional, I guess. And yes. uh, that got struck down. Uh, the two things I previously mentioned. And then immediately after Roe v. Wade, I think the next day... The next day. Uh, yeah, the next day, uh, they broke down a barrier separating church and state, by voting in favor of the uh, Texas former football coach who believed that he should be able to pray very conspicuously during games. And I'm sure that this would have gone very differently if uh, he were Muslim and he were bringing, bringing out a prayer rug to pray. I have a feeling that things would have gone very differently. Wouldn't have even made it to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um Lauren Boebert came under fire again. Um, <laughs> As she does. She's always doing that. She said, uh, I think she was speaking at some sort of congregational culty Christ she's, thingy. Yeah, she's at a church, I think. And um, yeah, something. And she said, it's time to get rid of this separation of church and state junk. Yep. Um, because the separation of church and state 
is a pesky little thing that's in the way of us becoming a Christo fascist nation, which we pretty much already are. Um, yeah. I mean, we're, yeah, we're knee deep in that already. Yeah. I mean, we all know not even, you know, no dog whistles needed. We know that this whole notion of your constitutional right to lead children in prayer at school is only for one group. Yeah. They don't want Muslims doing it. They don't want, uh, they sure shit don't want the church of Satan doing it. Uh, they don't want, um, any other, they probably don't want Jews doing it, you know? Oh, absolutely not. No, this is, it's squarely only for radical Christianity. I don't, I bet they don't even want like Catholics doing it. Like it's very specifically evangelical, radical Christianity and that's it. Right. Um, but beyond that, so, you know, that's a win for, um, religion, I guess. But, you know, you turn around and you have the overturning of Roe v. Wade in addition to what it's doing to, you know, just every woman in general. It's also infringing upon religious freedoms where, uh, you know, the Jewish faith, they do allow for that. And, uh, you know, other religions as well. Um, so, yeah, just, you know what, a lot of things are being trampled right yeah. now. And yeah, even even just like a, a surface level reading where like one of the reasons given in the majority opinion was that the that cases wouldn't keep coming to the Supreme Court anymore for abortion, that you know, it'll be the states will be able to deal with it, it'll be their problem, not ours. And the dissenting justices rightly pointed out that it's not gonna stop any legal battles, that we're gonna now see legal battles over things like um uh allowing for exceptions, you know, rape incest all of that good stuff. We're just going to see that stuff get challenged now. And that's going to, you know, still go up through the courts and you're going to have women dying, uh, because of preventable causes, right. During childbirth, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, if they try to start banning IVF, I mean, it's, it's just going to cause a whole bunch of other legal problems and it already has. It's, we're already seeing hospitals talking about having to speak with legal teams before, right. You know, saving women from ectopic pregnancies and, and all this shit. So, I mean, yeah, even a even a charitable read of them acting in good faith, which they very obviously are not. Um, yeah, it doesn't really hold up. Yeah, and their whole argument, um, just to stave off the, uh, uh, just I don't know, just to, <laughs> to stave off some of the um, rage, I guess. Uh, you know, they're saying, well, it's a states' rights issue. You know, we're turning it over to the yeah, states; bullshit. they can decide. We all know that's bullshit. Um, the game plan now seems to be that um, if the if the GOP wins the midterms, this is according to uh, an ex RNC chief. Uh, he's suggesting that the playbook is they win the midterms and then they overturn the filibuster and then they impose a national abortion. Of course, ban. of course, of course, that's the end game. Uh, and and then, of course, that's the beginning, right? Then it becomes an issue of, I mean, they're already talking about it. Clarence Thomas wrote an opinion piece where he talked about how now it's time to uh, get rid of consensual gay sex. <laughs> and not, no, like, it's not just that. It's not just that. Anti-sodomy is any sex that isn't procreative. So that impacts straight people, too. Okay, okay. Well, he specifically, I think he specifically I mean, mentioned... They're, that's what they're aiming at, right. uh, very obviously, is what they would be weaponized for. But it's it's just another one of the things where it's like, even if you're trying to only go after this group of people, you're going to fucking shoot your own team in the foot, dude. Right, right. Well, And we know Christians love anal, so... Yes. Yeah, that's not great. Yes. They love it very much. Um, yeah, it'll start with marriage, and then it'll go down to, you know, anti-sodomy laws and things of that nature. And it's going to be cool, and it's going to be fun, and then there are probably going to be a lot of riots, and people are going to fucking die. And, uh, yeah, I don't really know where the buck stops. Um. Well, I mean, you know, like like I just said, like the GOP is saying, it's an issue of states' rights, and we're, I guess... I'm sure there's another time in history where we had some sort of, uh, I don't know, some sort of um, disagreement over states' rights that led to, uh, <laughs> you know, two different ideologies fighting each other. I'm Ooh, sure, yeah. I'm sure that's somewhere. Um, but it might yeah, come to probably, something like that. Yeah, who knows? You have mm. to do a little more research into that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I really, I don't, I don't know what this. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> what you got? You got a little, got a little conk. Got a little Coca-Cola. 
little Coke Coley. Nice. Coke Coley. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what this is going to mean for uh, for midterms. It means you got to go vote. It's true. Or shut the fuck up. That's what it means. <laughs> I do agree with that. I do agree with that. We, we ain't got time to fuck around anymore. We haven't had time to fuck around, you know. This yeah, is this yeah. is this didn't just happen overnight, right? I mean, this happened. No. I mean, it predates Trump, but that is really what propelled all this shit into motion. Yeah, that really um, that really sped things up. Really, it really got the the wheels turning, you know. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Um, there's other things happening besides, uh, you know, just uh taking women down a few pegs uh for this oh is there i hadn't i hadn't noticed (laughs) (laughs) dude i just like guys i don't know the gop is pretty gay right now if you ask me because i mean i don't know (laughs) to just hate women that much and then they're like the whole i've seen this online so this is like an anecdotal thing it's not just like this is what people are saying on Twitter is the, the reaction. Yeah. yeah. Well, online discourse gives you a rough idea of where the base is at. Well, here's where the base is at, Robbie. The base is just close your legs. Just don't have sex. Yeah. And I, I understand that's coming from people who don't get any anyways. Uh, who And that's that's <laughs> yeah, why they're so yeah. mad. That's why they're so angry. They're, they're mad at women that won't fuck them, that they know are fucking other people. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy that this is, this is where we are. Like, I don't know. Sex positivity has come such a long ways. And like, you know, we've known about the clip for a while now. It's not news, but the thing is like, <laughs> yeah, they discovered that in people Bill have been since the eighties, right? Like at least. And so it's just, yeah, weird yeah, to yeah, me yeah, that yeah. It's yeah. just Bill, weird to me. Bill Clinton discovered the clit in 1998. <laughs> they tried to take him down for it. <laughs> Oh boy. Um <laughs> wasn't Hillary's. And it's just no. weird it's just weird to me that that like this hatred towards women just got re- revamped and rebooted. Re- rebooted, refueled. It's like uh the transporter movies. <laughs> it's just like you think it's done and then they put out another one with a new guy. And it's yeah, like yeah. the same thing that we've already saw 12 years ago. We're like, I thought we were done with this, but it's still coming out. And it's like, it's like, he's back and he's more pissed off. And then, you know, he's like still transporting the same shit. It's just, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yep. Um, that's exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. It's It's just just like like the transporter refueled, um, (laughs) which is terrible by the way. Uh, what is this life? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I, I wake so, up and say, this is not my beautiful car. <laughs> this is not my beautiful house. I wake up and I say, this is not my beautiful wife. <laughs> there's there's water under the water. I carry the water. I don't know. It's fucking, I don't know what's happening, dude. I'm fucking, I've completely lost it this week. I'm fucking done. I fucking yeah. just at yeah. a, a place of such disbelief. I mean, it's a whirlwind. This shit. I mean, granted, like I said, it's been brewing for a while. We knew it was coming. We knew, you know, but like all this shit just fucking happened in the past seven days. And it's like, let's fucking slow down. Let's not implement too many uh, fascist uh, ideas at once. You know, let's let people breathe. Let's let them digest it. (laughs) Let us get used to living in a, in a regime, you know, let's ease into it. It's so sudden. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah. It gets to a point where it's, I don't even know what, what to say, what to do. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it truly boggles the mind. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. It's quite the quagmire we're in Lee Michael. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is a quagmire of sorts. <laughs> I um, woke up that morning and I thought how utterly queer. Oh, that that's amazing. <laughs> How utterly queer. Oh, fuck. That's really funny. Oh, shit. I mean, just two weeks ago, we were enjoy- we were having a nice time. I know. We had, we had our friend Nathan G. Wiley as a guest on the show. 
I read some delightful poetry. Indeed. You know, we were hanging out. And then and then the shit ha- the shit hit the fan. I know. And I then know the it. fan fell off the ceiling. Into the bathtub that I was it, in. <laughs> into the bathtub I was in. It electrocuted me to death and I died with shit on my mouth. God, I fucking wish. Uh, I hate when appliances give you a rusty trombone. That's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I pay good money for these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy fuck. That's modern, that's modern appliances for you. They break as soon as you buy them. Hit you with the rusty trombone. Yeah. Hang on, what is this? Sorry, I just... Uh, oh, no, that's bullshit. No. Um, okay, so. I don't know if you had a chance. I don't know what you've been doing today, Rob. What have you been, what have you been doing today? Uh, I've work? been watching... Uh, no, I haven't worked since Friday, I think, and wow. I don't work until next Friday. That is or this well, this coming Friday, I should say. But, that's great. You know, it is. It's it's wonderful. They're cutting hours mm-hmm. uh, nationwide. I think uh, they're saying that it's a downturn in business, but we're no slower than we were last year, and hours weren't being cut. So I'm going to go ahead and assume it's a union busting thing because it's I don't know what else it could possibly unions. be. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool uh, knowing that at, at the very least, my manager is aware that I'm one of the people who's very vocally pro-union. Mm. Uh, and it's even cooler knowing that the new district manager, who's a pain in the ass, also probably knows. <laughs> Sick. So we'll see what happens. I'm waiting to get fired. Nice. But I'm going to make them do it. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to make them fucking fire me. Yeah. Is it an at, uh, what is it? At will employment in uh, Omaha? I actually don't know, to Mm -hmm. be honest with you, off the top of my head. I'm sure they could come up with reasons. I was late for a really long time every single shift I worked because I didn't (laughs) give a fuck. And I was waiting and I was waiting to see how long it would take somebody to say something to me about it. Um, Five weeks. (laughs) <laughs> is nice. the answer five weeks of being three to five minutes late to work every single day uh, five weeks it- of mustering up the courage to uh tell you you need to be on time <laughs> exactly people in middle management are the biggest fucking pussies dude yeah and especially like at a place like starbucks and i imagine uh trader joe's is probably the same and so it's like the store manager doesn't have any fucking power Mm-hmm. Not really. They can like make the schedule and they can generally approve time off and stuff. And that's kind of it. Like they really have barely have any more power than you do. Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. I mean, so when I worked at bank of the West, it was the same thing. Yeah. It's always the same thing. Same it's always as it a, ever was. Me, Michael. It's, all, <laughs> it's always a beat down. Just a big fucking beat down. <laughs> I crawl out of that store beat into a fucking pulp on the floor every every single day. Speaking of beatdowns, Lee Michael, I learned something interesting today. Or not, well, not today, recently. Uh, the origin of skinheads. Do you know what the uh, what the origin is? The word or the group? Just the, 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 the group, the aesthetic, the whole thing, where it all came from. Um, violent video games? It was GTA <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, baby. No, it started in London in the 70s, and it was just mm-hmm. an outcropping of the punk movement. There wasn't anything racist about it. It was just a subgroup of punks. Right. And then neo-Nazis started to appropriate the look, and the OG skinheads obviously were not happy about that. And so there used to be like huge fucking brawls at punk shows between the OG skinheads and the neo-Nazi skinheads. That's cool. So I think we should take it back is what I'm saying. I think we should take back the look. Uh, <laughs> back the skinhead. We're, we're taking the we're taking it back. We're reappropriating it. It was misappropriated. We're taking it back and we're going to yeah. beat the shit out of some Nazis while we do it. Yeah, but because here's the thing, man. There's like definitely skinheads in the punk scene that are Nazis. Yeah, like I said, it got, got appropriated like, by Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just- <laughs> I heard that part. I just mean, I mean, it's like a group, you know? Well, okay. So I'll get a, I'll get a group of extra tough gays and we'll shave our heads and we'll all dress like Freddie Mercury and we'll have big round arm rainbow armbands and we'll beat the fuck out of some Nazis. Is what I, I'm I think you at. should x the armbands, eh? Nah, it's a good look. Armbands <laughs> are decidedly out. 
Well, I mean, if we're dressing like Freddie, Freddie Mercury, he wore one. Yeah, but it was like a choker armband. It wasn't like a cloth. Well, yeah, it's, it'll be it'll be that, but it'll be oh, rainbow. Okay, okay. okay. I, was, I was thinking like SS style. No, Lee Michael, that's ridiculous. With the flag on it. and uh, That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, just a, a red armband with a pride flag in the middle of a white <laughs> oh, circle. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so are you reappropriating the skinhead um, aesthetic to like gays oh yes okay yeah yeah we're we're, we're we're taking it back and making it a new thing are you talking to garrett again imagine <laughs> imagine how upset the nazis would be i mean that's true and the punks yeah well, no punks are, are generally fairly inclusive these days i think yeah but i think they would want it back first is what i'm saying you know Look, we can. Uh, I'll call up their reps. We'll have a conversation. We'll sort out the details later. <laughs> talk to the, talk to the punk union. The important, yeah. I'll, I'll talk with the punk union leaders in my local area. I just, I just want to beat up some Nazis. Is what is really my oh, point here. Okay. And I guess I don't, ha- I don't have to like go through the whole. Skin. I, that just feels like a, a an easy avenue into it. You know what I mean? You could call yourself the Good Boys. We could. We could call ourselves the good boys. Then I'll have the furries and the putt play people on my side. Oof. Yikes. <laughs> that pup that putt play stuff uh freaks me <sighs> the fuck out, man. Dude, same. And you know, it's consenting adults in the privacy of their own homes, whatever, that's fine. But like it can still be it, creepy. When it's out in broad daylight at a pride event, I'm like, can we like put this somewhere else? Like, this is weird. I don't, this is me seeing them like this is part of the thing. And I don't want that. I don't want to be a part of it. So can we like put that away somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. It's just not um, a great look. Yeah. It's not, it's not great. It's not great. Not great. Um, You want to stick a tail in your ass? Fine. But like, can we do it indoors? (laughs) Out of sight. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, yeah. In ass. <laughs> out of mind, but in the ass. <laughs> That's how I like to do it, Lee Michael. Out of mind, but in my ass. <laughs> so you've so you've mentioned. Um, <laughs> Jesus fuck, um, Robbie. The uh, primaries are underway right now. Boy, That's are they! That's exciting. What a what a shit show it is predictably right yeah absolutely <sighs> i'm just you know expecting the worst at this point well yeah i mean what what else would there what's the other option <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ dude i won't be I disappointed know. that way yeah but you know a lot of people are crediting um no way home uh mj for saying that a lot in that movie like set your expectations low and then you won't be disappointed or whatever like motherfucker i've been saying that for years that's been my entire thing since like (laughs) fifth grade yeah that's like when that mary miller bitch um quoted hitler and ascribed a very common like known statistic to him and said well hitler was right about this one thing when he said this, and then she tried okay. to play it off like she wasn't supporting Hitler, even though you could literally just say the thing without being like, oh, and Hitler said this one time at yeah, a speech. Yeah. You don't have to add Hitler in. A lot of a lot of people don't know that, but you don't have to throw Hitler in <laughs> to the statement. Yeah. By the way, if you're not, if you don't know who Mary Miller is, she's the lady who went viral over the weekend because at a Trump rally, uh, she said that the overturning of Roe v. Wade was a great victory for white life. Yeah. And then her rep said she misspoke. <laughs> yep. They, they <laughs> seem to the do that. went viral. They seem to do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I was just reading what was on the page. Uh, that what? That's... She said, oh, no, I meant to read what was on the page. I said the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, why don't you correct yourself then? If I was like reading something. And I got tongue twisted and said the N word out loud in public. I would immediately be like, holy fuck. I was, <laughs> please disregard that. Yeah, please. Yeah. I, I swear to Christ. I swear on my grave. I did not mean to say that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, you, you don't just flub something like that and just no. say something racist as fuck. Yeah. And then the next day be like, 
Well, obviously, that's clearly not what I actually meant. Yeah, I would never say that out loud. <laughs> it's like it's like that fucking professional wrestler from like fucking years ago. There was a recording of him saying something really racist. Hulk Hogan? And the, no, it wasn't Hulk Hogan. Uh, uh, it was a different fucking yeah, racist ass. Yeah, a different racist uh, um, professional wrestler. I'm going to go ahead and guess there were a lot of them back in the day. Uh, most of them, probably. Was, was it Sting? Just kidding. <laughs> the man from the police, Sting? <laughs> no, the wrestler, Sting. <laughs> no, I don't remember who it was. Um, okay. But in any case, he said a really racist thing and then was confronted about it in some interview. And then it's, it's very obviously him. And he just goes, you can't prove that's my voice. You can't prove that's me saying it. <laughs> oh. And they're just doing that. Yeah. They're just doing variations of that. You know, that's not a great... Um Saying you can't prove that's me is not a great... Uh, yeah, it's a very good way uh, to prove that it's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And an interesting twist of fate. It's excellent proof. Jesus Christ, man. Indeed. Jesus fucking... That's just, this is just a lot of me saying that lately. Jesus fucking Christ. That's me every day, bud. Whole lot of that going on right now. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, like I said, it's a beatdown. Every day is a beatdown. Indeed. But hey, at least uh, Papa Joe fell off a bike. <laughs> we had that little gem a week yeah, ago that or whatever, great. whenever that was, which feels like seven years ago in a yeah. simpler time. Yeah. I don't know why he was riding a bike. I don't know why the Secret Service would allow. Like, that's the obvious outcome. <laughs> well, President. Well, not Donald Trump, but other presidents exercise typically. That's true. You know? Clinton famously would go on runs. Yeah. Barack, he was always playing basketball or riding a bike. Or golf. Um, or golf. George Bush was always bombing Iran or Iraq or yeah. Afghan, whatever. Um, and Joe Biden, he also rides bikes. You know, you got to keep that ice cream weight off. It's true. Mm-hmm. And occasionally fall off. Look, we all, we've all fallen off a bike. <laughs> it is hilarious. We have. It's true. I don't actually to sound like I. I'm like, stop making fun of him. No, we fuck Joe all, Biden. We've all fallen off a bike. Don't make fun of him. He's our president. No, f- no fuck him. Yeah, fuck no. and fuck the Democratic Party right now. Like fucking the number of people as well. I've I've been seeing a lot of people uh, talk about this too. How like immediately after the Roe v. Wade thing happened, they immediately got a. Uh, yeah, they email started like a text. Yeah, immediately they were like, "Give me fifty dollars with support with the codify row," and it's like, "Dude, <laughs> read the fucking room, bro." Give me fifteen dollars and I'll codify Roe v. Wade. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, it's a it's. What I can't. Yeah, what I can't wait for is all of the uh, conservative senators to have to start paying child support to their mistresses who can't get abortions in their own states. <laughs> That's what I can't wait for. Yeah. But no, that'll never happen because they'll always be able to get abortions as will their wives and daughters. It'll never be a problem for them. No, of course not. Especially if the baby's going to be black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, God, I, I just I love God that. bless America, Lee Michael. Yeah. Hey, speaking of um, the 4th of July is coming up, Robbie. It's big. Yes, it time. is. <laughs> Can't wait for it's so funny. I never expected the Fourth of July to have uh, like a like a tense political landscape. The tense political landscape that Thanksgiving has, you know. That's true. Here we are. Here we are, Robbie. Going to go to the go to Madeline's family's house for Fourth of July. Uh, watch her sisters and her parents argue. We'll be in the middle of it. Uh, me and her brother-in-law will be wasted, and he'll probably get in on Good. it. And then eventually I'll have to get on it too, just to not feel left out. Of course. Of course. Um, well, you drink enough and then eventually the, the inhibitions are gone enough that you can launch into the fray. Yeah. And then I'll just go into the back room and uh, resume my Jaws marathon. And it'll be fine. <laughs> and, every, and everything will be as it should be. Yeah. So I, I've, I've been enjoying not celebrating the 4th of July for a very long time. I've always hated the 4th of July. Yeah. Mostly I just get annoyed by it. Uh, I, I hate fire. 
I, I, I do this every year. I hate fireworks. We've seen them before. They're not any different, right? It's the same <laughs> shit. Boom, bam. There's colors in the sky. Who fucking cares? Um, it's boring as shit. Uh, I don't care about sparklers. Um, I can barbecue anytime during the summer. Uh, I always yeah. drink. I don't need a holiday for that. Yeah. And I, I really just hate the the vibe of it's like, you know, Christmas is this magical time of year. Everyone is like in this certain mood and it's it's this nice family thing. Fourth of July brings out like the redneck and everybody. And I really hate yeah. it. <laughs> I really fucking hate it. So every yeah, year yeah. I come up with some sort of excuse like, oh, I'm working and I'm really not. Uh, and then I don't go anywhere. I stay home all day and I watch all the Jaws movies and I drink by myself and it's great. And Madeline was wanting us to go to her family's house. This was before all the Roe v. Wade shit. Uh, she was like, hey, we're doing Fourth of July there. My mom wants you to come. She said, you can watch Jaws. I was like, okay, watch Jaws at their house. So like a fucking <laughs> my toddler. Says, my mom says you can watch Jaws. I'll like, say you can put on Jaws and still marathon Jaws. I was like, That's okay. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's like somebody's bringing their kid to the adult gathering. They're like, yeah, we got a, a guest room. You can throw him in there with the TV. <laughs> yeah, put him in there. Put Jaws on. He'll be fine. <laughs> Check on him in a few hours. Like pass him a plate of hot dogs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, he knows where the bathroom is. Like, it's fine. Are you bringing your Blu-rays, all your own Blu-rays? <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Like, uh, something's is it, wrong. Is it playing on TV or something? I mean, I'm sure it will be. Um, <laughs> Madeline said we can rent them on Amazon if we have to <laughs> so that you can watch them. Because... <laughs> <laughs> so my, mom, my mom said whatever. Like, just come over <laughs> and we'll make sure that you can watch Jaws. <laughs> it's my one tradition man uh that's fucking awesome well at least they're accommodating it yeah that'd be like if if nobody did the fireworks and one person was like come on i just want to do the like that's the only thing i do is fireworks and then you're like okay you can come over yeah we'll have fireworks for you you know sure it's just like that yeah um yeah and you know what since covid jaws just hits differently man <laughs> yeah yeah we really proved uh all of that stuff right huh <laughs> yeah the most unbelievable aspect of that movie turned out to be completely factually completely true, and totally so. true yeah yeah um that's pretty cool. fun yeah you know what really bothers me about the jaws franchise is that jaws 3 could have been so amazing because it's literally like jaws at SeaWorld. And somehow it's one of the most boring movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Well, you don't have the 3D glasses. That's why. You're missing a core part of the experience. <laughs> a crucial experience is Jaws <laughs> in true 3D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And if you want it to be 40, all you got to do is ask just to open our legs. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, um, that that's a that's a trend that should come back, Robbie. The third movie is three D. Only the third movie. Yes, yes. Well, you know the trend. It went strong for a while there, like ten years ago. Died out slowly. I do think it's probably about time for it to come back. Maybe it will with uh, Avatar. Um, the way Marvel. of water. Avatar yeah. two, electric boogaloo. Avatar 2, watch Jake Sully drink his own piss. Avatar 2, Electric Avenue. Mm. Indeed. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, you're a little late. A little late on that. Have you noticed every time James Cameron puts out a new movie, it coincides with some fucking horrible disaster? Uh, No. Do you have receipts for that? (laughs) Well, Avatar came out right after the fucking housing crisis. Mm-hmm. And now we have Avatar 2 after this shit. All of this shit. All of the shit that's happened since the first Avatar. Ipso facto every single one. <laughs> well, I guess I should I should specify not every time James Cameron puts out a movie. Every Just time an Avatar, an movie. Avatar movie comes out, yeah. it's immediately after something horrible. And it's like, this isn't the time, man. <laughs> now this is not the need. moment. <laughs> this is not going to reunite America. No, Avatar will never reunite America. <laughs> no, bro, it's a fucking metaphor for indigenous people. It's just it's gonna make the thing worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Top Gun Maverick couldn't even couldn't even bring us together. Yeah, and that's a billion dollar movie. Yeah, 
Did you see Top Gun Maverick? No, I haven't. I didn't catch it in the theaters. I do. Mm-hmm. I do really want to see it though. Sure. Yeah. So I guess whenever it's on fucking Paramount Plus or wherever it ends up. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember who who distributed <laughs> Top Gun. Probably probably Paramount. I think it is Paramount. Yeah. I've never seen Top Gun, and at this point, I just never will. Yeah, don't. It's pretty dull. Yeah. Apparently, but uh, apparently, Maverick is like really great. I, I I'm curious to know how much of that is like maybe some weird nostalgia or just like something about the time in which it was released. You of know, of course, I mean? it's great, Robbie. Miles Teller plays Goose's son, and you know that because he dresses exactly just like, like him. him. He has a has mustache. The, he has the same mustache. Goose had a mustache. Remember that? And he wore the sunglasses. And he played the piano. Uh, does Miles Teller play the piano in the movie? Does yeah, he fucking they... play Great Balls of Fire? Do they fucking do that? I think so. God damn it. I saw him like the late, like whatever TV spot or whatever. There's a scene of him like at the piano and it looks like he's playing some sort of 50s rock shit because he's like doing the thing where he's like standing kind of at the piano away from the yeah, piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, how else would we know? We wouldn't. Was Meg Ryan in it? I actually don't know. Who? Meg Ryan. She's in the first one. Yeah, she's she's Goose's wife. Oh, no. It's one of her first major roles, bro. Now she has many roles. Because she's (laughs) old and fat. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Man, fucking like two days post Roe v. Wade. (laughs) Lee Michael, you've already drank the Kool-Aid. Wow. It's obviously a joke, given that Meg Ryan was like one of the most beautiful people ever. Indeed, she's still pretty hot. I I still would. I haven't seen her. I still would. Haven't seen her since The Doors, which (laughs) sucks. (laughs) Fuck The Doors. Fuck Oliver Stone, dude. I fucking hate that guy. Oh, wow. What's uh, what's your beef with Oliver Stone? He's just a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I fucking hate Oliver Stone, dude. He's like... He's like, oh, God, I love all this historical shit. And then he doesn't fucking get it right because he doesn't yeah, know. He ignores all of it. Yeah, he's like, uh, it's just, I don't know, dude. It's, yeah. it's just like every time he makes all of his movies are like some fucking historical thing, except Platoon. And uh, what's it called? Uh, Natural Born Killers, which also sucks. But um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that piece of shit. Uh, every time he makes movies, like, Oh, I'm gonna make this fucking movie about JFK, and then like he doesn't know anything about JFK, and doesn't do any research. Yeah, and he's just like, "This is what I think happened." <laughs> well, I'm pretty li- sure it was. Li- well, I'm pretty liberties. sure it was like this. <laughs> but imagine, imagine if it happened this way. It's no, but it didn't. <clears throat> you know, like it, but it didn't happen that way, Oliver Stone. <laughs> well, my movie, it will. Then why make a movie about it? What's the point? Just make a movie about a, a, a fictitious president who gets assassinated. You know? I don't know. Or if it's going to be like a historical fiction, then just like call it historical fiction. Like, I think it's just, fine. Just do what Tarantino does. You want to be like him anyways. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> That's Lee Michael's hot take. <laughs> no, he doesn't want to. He just directed the movie that he wrote and butchered it. But, you know, it's. I just. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I just don't like his shit. I don't like any of his movies. Fair. They're all ugly. Like all Meg the Ryan. people in them are ugly, <laughs> except Meg Ryan. <laughs> he always <laughs> has the ugliest people in his movies. Sure. Yeah, let's watch let's watch Juliet Lewis in uh uh what's this Woody Harrelson fuck. That'd be great. <laughs> That's entertainment, baby. There are, there are plenty of people who think Woody Harrelson is hot. True. Okay. Or, or just like, yeah, let's Val Kilmer is Jim Morrison, which is actually really good. But, I mean, you yeah, know, fairly, just, yeah, fairly good casting, just not a uh, great movie. Yeah, no, that that was that was the wrong example. Uh, I don't know. Platoon. You, you know what? You can think about it. We'll take a break for our sponsors. You can think <laughs> about it <laughs> and then we'll come back. All right, we're going to take a short break uh, to hear a word from this week's sponsors. And we come when we come back more. Uh, 
more of me yelling at the clouds, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's what we do here, Lee Michael. Jesus fucking Christ. <clears throat> oh, wow. Well, those were some ads, huh, Lee Michael? They certainly were, Robbie. They certainly were. Yes, they were. So mm-hmm. I, I uh, watched a movie recently, Lee Michael. Oh, did you know? Oh, a little film called The Doctor Strange. Oh, God. Multiverse of Madness. This is a surprise. You didn't tell me you watched this. I did, yes. Oh, oh you did tell me. No, I didn't it. tell you. I did oh, watch okay. it. I did not okay. tell you. Uh, not even for any reason. I think probably because it's such a fucking boring, forgettable movie <laughs> uh, that I legitimately, until I made the thing about the the ad break there, uh, made the announcement, I forgot that I watched it. <laughs> oh, my God. I The only good things about the movie were the moments where Sam Raimi did a little bit of his own style, but most of it is just him collecting a paycheck. Mm. Um, he does the kind of like zoom in Dutch angle thing on mm-hmm. people a lot. And there, and there's like some horror elements in it, which I actually do or uh, did like, uh, but fuck that movie is boring. <laughs> it's so, oh God, it's just pointless. It's just pointless. They just recycle the plot of Scarlet Witch being evil again. Um, well- that wouldn't be the same plot that just happened in the show. In the show, yes. The very fucking same, <laughs> Lee Michael. Uh, and it's another, th- It's and it's about grief, again. Um, yeah, yeah. Just fucking so not worth your time. <laughs> Doctor all. Strange is cool, right? Sure, he's, he's there, and he's doing stuff, and he's quippy. And they're like, we're taking you to see the Illuminati. And he goes, the Illuminati? <laughs> so it's even, you know, the, the the really dumb joke that I made <laughs> when we talked about that plot point where he would look, where they would like have him like kind of like bent over because they'd be like cuffing him or whatever. Yeah. They'd be like, we're taking you to see the, the Illuminati. And then there'd be like a music swell. And then the music would cut out and he'd look up and he'd go, the what? Yeah. Somehow just- that joke is better than the one that they used. <laughs> uh, no, because that would be funny because it'd be like, because that's what doesn't make any sense. We have an Illuminati or like people here believe in the. It's conspiracy. like already a thing. Yeah. yeah. So him to say the Illuminati makes no sense because surely he would have. At yeah, least- he would think. Yeah. Like to him, it would be just like a goofy conspiracy theory. But in this universe, it's the Avengers essentially right. the one the ones that are left so yeah and, like, you know so him, saying, so him saying the what would be way funnier <laughs> than <laughs> the illuminati he turns into adam sandler <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be better than what happened is there any show any multiverse where everyone's adam sandler that would be amazing <laughs> That would be fucking sick. Actually, that would have been a great fucking joke if they had done that. A universe where every single character is Adam Sandler. That is like hired. It was like, just show up and we'll put you in some costumes and you just say whatever the fuck you want. Jesus Christ. Uh, That would have been fucking awesome. Adam Sandler is Iron Man, dude. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the, yeah, it's and the, the Illuminati is Reed Richards, who's played by um, um, John Krasinski. Yeah, John Krasinski, and then you have fucking Professor X back, and you get the '80s theme when he shows up, and you have uh, Ca- Captain Carter is Captain America, and then uh, fucking Captain Marvel is black in this universe, and they all get killed immediately by Scarlet Witch, who I guess is just super ultra mega powerful for no reason, because the script yeah, needs her to be unstoppable until suddenly she isn't. Um, she, I was surprised by the amount of like violence in the movie. A lot of it's pretty, a lot of people just get fucking straight up murdered and it's pretty brutal. A lot of the time I was kind of surprised by that. No blood, of course, but I was still Shocking. surprised that they, that Disney was okay with it. That people die. Shocked that people actually die. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, like professor X gets, to, gets his like neck fucking snapped and there's like, I was like, Oh, that, that was like pretty graphic for Marvel. You know? Oh, sure. Yeah. I was somewhat pleasantly surprised by that, I guess. The one interesting thing that happens is that he meets 
an uh, an evil version of himself, and I guess in an original version of the script, the evil version wins their fight and is the one that comes back to their like our universe or whatever. I was like, that could that could maybe have been interesting. Uh, but you know, in typical Marvel movie fashion, there are a couple really interesting ideas that aren't used or don't go anywhere, and we're left with just mediocre slop. Mm. Eat the slop. Eat it, you fucks. Speaking and also, of, they oh, they sorry. don't bother. Uh, they also don't bother explaining um, uh, Scarlet Witch's kids, which if you didn't watch the show, then you would have no idea what the fuck they were talking about. But there was no no recap of that at all. You know, I think I think Marvel finally internally within themselves uh, realized that if. The people who aren't watching the shows are the people who don't give a fuck anymore, and they're not going to see the movies either. And so, and it's like this whole—I uh, don't know—it's just this this circle that's like, okay, people know they got to watch the shows to get the movies. If people aren't watching the shows, they're not going to watch the movies. So fuck them. So just make the movies more, uh, you know, as a result of the shows, more in and they're back in the shows, yeah, and they're backing away from movies anyway. Yeah. They're oh, doing well. that with Star Wars. They're doing I mean, yeah, I think that's fine. It's cheaper for them to make the shows. The the risk is a lot lower. So what the fuck ever. Well, Robbie, speaking of uh eating the slop, I watched a little something as well this week. Oh, did you? I did. I watched a little thing called Obi-Wan Kenobi Chapter Six. <laughs> did you not watch any of the rest of it? You just watched Chapter Six? I just watched chapter six. Okay, um, let's talk about it, and I'll try to remember what happened. <laughs> well, let me rephrase that. I skimmed through chapter six because I knew there exactly was this, what was going to happen. Well, that, but also I knew that in the final episode, there was going to be some big face-off between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. Um, that would be something besides Obi-Wan Kenobi just kind of running away. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, look, I know I'm I'm not a prequel fan. I know that there are prequel fans. I don't understand why, but they exist, apparently. And they're loving it. But, uh, you know, when Anakin and or Darth, whatever, the however he identifies. You know. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. You know, it's, I don't want to. I don't want to dead name any any. Sith yeah, Lord. well, yeah, he, he's living. <laughs> yeah, he's living his truth, and that's the important thing. <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever Darth and uh, Obi Wan have their little exchange, um, I was just like, who fucking feels anything for this? I couldn't believe yeah. that people were crying over that. That they said it was powerful. I was like, this is barely professional acting. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. And I know. It's, it's also hilarious. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll give Ewan McGregor credit for trying. He's good. He's a good actor. He's good at crying on screen. He, he is. Know. No, he he did his job. This entire series, I was like, man, it's a good thing that Ewan McGregor is such a good actor. <laughs> because oh this would be, somehow this show already is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah. And it would be so much fucking worse. If he wasn't good, if I didn't like him. Yeah, I mean, it would have been fucking brutal, dude. I mean, unwatchable. It would have been fucking yeah. unwatchable. Yeah. I mean, it almost was. Uh, I, I watched it fast-forwarded until I got to parts that I kind of want to see. And so yeah. what's funny is we're a bunch of people were talking about it at work the next day. And I was like, okay, so here's what I did, guys. Like, hardcore Star Wars fans are talking about it. And I was like, here's the thing. I think it sucks. And so, but I was kind of interested to see, like, how they would try to, if they would even try to have like any sort of continuity with the movies that actually matter, fucking yeah. the original Star Wars. Um, so I was like, so I kind of skimmed through just to see what's going on and stuff. And I was like, so maybe I missed something. But in one episode, you find out that the third sister chick uh, is actually uh, like an ally of Obi-Wan's. And. No, or, or, okay, she's not an ally, but you find out she like hates Darth Vader and tries yes. to kill him, and like yeah, she's helps, trying to get close to him to kill him. She tries to help Obi Wan, or she helps Obi Wan escape so that she can kill Darth Vader, or whatever, right? And then suddenly the next episode, like there's this big fight scene with Uncle Owen. 
<laughs> she's like fighting Uncle Owen, trying to kill. Yeah, Luke trying Skywalker. to get. Yeah, trying to get to Luke. And I was like, yeah. so why did she flip back? And they were like, oh, I, I don't know. She's like, she hates Vader because like, they needed to give her a redemption arc for no reason. But they didn't because she because she doesn't kill Luke Lee Michael. Therefore, she's reformed. Here's the other thing. All the other children that she killed. Don't worry about that. Here's the other thing I just don't fucking buy at all for a second. You can't convince me for a second that Luke Skywalker, when we meet him in, when we meet Luke Skywalker, Uncle Owen and Amperu in A New Hope, you will never convince me no matter what that they fought off a fucking Sith Lord woman and Luke like had to run through the desert for his life and was attacked by like Sith people. Especially given the fact that I don't know if there's some sort of magic force spell that got put over people, but like there's people that are like, don't even believe the Jedi ever existed because they've been away for so long. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years ago, they just all they're, fucking lived on tattooing. Like, yeah, what? they're just, they're just all fucking everywhere all oh the time. God. It may, it's fucking dumb. No. And yeah. The and, whole, and I well, wouldn't give a fuck about any of that. If Disney weren't trying so hard to be like, no, we care about Canada. We care about all this lore. We're too it should be careful. It's like, just admit that you don't give a fuck. I don't really care. Do whatever the fuck you want with the story and the property that you own, whatever. But like, don't fucking condescend about how much you care about lore and then ignore all of it. My thing is just, why would you, why would you make up these stories that don't even tie into the only two fucking movies that are good in this fucking nine movie franchise? that sucks. All these horrible shows. It's just stupid as shit. Um, so yeah, it sucked. Um, yeah, the, the Vader yeah. shit was just hilarious at best. Uh, Hayden Christensen turns out uh, did not get any better at acting in his long ass hiatus from acting. <laughs> Imagine that a horrible actor retires from acting in his 20s and comes back when he's a fucking 50 year old man and tries to act again. <laughs> it's not good. OK, it's not like he was it's not like he was Obi-Wan Kenobi just like exiled perfecting the craft. He just like fucking walked away because he was so bad. And so many people were like, no, dude, you suck. You will never be a fucking leading man. You will never be shit in this town. Star Wars is over. You should probably do something else. And he did. Good for him. And then to come back after like 20 years and be worse is just, I mean, oh, God, it was rough. Yeah, it was absolutely rough. And I hate I just I really hate that people think this is good. I really hate that. We're at yeah, a place it's really annoying. Where- where people are nostalgic for just really bad movies. And look, I get it because yeah, actually let me retract that because there's plenty of bad movies that I enjoy. And there's plenty of movies from my childhood that are shitty that I can enjoy for nostalgia's sake, but I wouldn't want them to come back now and like, yeah, be shitty again. You know, like I, I, Yeah, I don't need another Mighty Morphin Power Rangers reboot with the original cast. Oh, you know, I I really don't need that. (laughs) I'll watch the original movie and love every second of it, except for the second act that is really boring. Yeah. Um, And that's fine. That's enough for me. (laughs) So I'm just imagining like a sequel reboot of, well, I guess that's what's... I mean, to fucking uh, Tommy and Kimberly have have come back. I suppose they they've been back in the show. Here's the thing: uh, Jason David Frank will live off the uh, I don't even want to call it fame, the recognition of being the Green <laughs> Ranger on time for the rest of his life. That dude yeah. has played the he, he's cameoed as Tommy in like every fucking season of American Power Ranger shows ever. He goes to every con. He dude, his fucking. Like MMA I mean, I Gojo would. is named after the Green Ranger. <laughs> I mean, it's just like his whole life is the Green Ranger, yeah. dude. Yeah, I mean, you know, I you know, I probably would too. I saw a video of him uh, when the Power Rangers reboot came out. Uh, he did like a little selfie video in his truck, complaining about how um, like inappropriate the movie was. Like how you know, there's no need to have swearing in a Power Rangers movie, and like it's too violent, and just like. Okay, dad. But also yeah. he made another video in like, you know, like a normal grown man would have like a study and <laughs> he just has like, a, <laughs> like 
I just imagine this guy goes on eBay and bids on every Power Rangers toy that there is. <laughs> and oh, you just awesome. have like an office of like Green Ranger action figures and like toys of himself. And it's just, just hell yeah. Get a life, dude. Gotta love it. Yeah. I mean, good for him. You know, if, if you love what you do. Yeah, yeah, you never work sure. a day in your life. And also, if you're a terrible actor, you never work a day in your life. <laughs> yeah, as it turns out, you don't have to be good at it. You just have to be there. Yeah. That'd be hilarious to see that guy in a fucking in a movie that's not Power Rangers related. You know what? We could we could make that happen. Let's start a change.org petition right now. Get him in the MCU. Let's go. Let's get him in the transporter. Let's fucking do it. Oh, God. In the fucking MCU. Yeah, who should he be? What should we? What should we give him? I don't know. I don't know. We've run out of superheroes that I know of from the that's MCU. Tr- that's true. We're going. I don't know. To... Actually, that's not true. He could be like, oh no, I wouldn't want to ruin Rom. I was gonna say he could be Rom, but I don't want to ruin. That's that. not. That's not one I know. Oh, Rom is badass, dude. He's basically like, um, I don't. He's kind of like the Silver Surfer, except he's not a silver alien. He's a like an Android or something. He's like a robot okay. of some sort. And one of his arms is like this awesome space gun. And yeah, it just flies around and does space shit. His name is Rom. Hell yeah. Pretty cool. You know, it hasn't, uh, it hasn't all been crap that I've been watching Lee Michael. I also, uh, a couple of days ago, started watching Peaky Blinders with my sister. Oh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Hey, you fucking cunt. Jesus. It's a great show. It's very good. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Okay, so I I was shocked to find out um Peaky Blinders is a drama set in the aftermath of the Great War. Because for some reason I had it in my head that it was basically like peep show or something. Or like some sort of <laughs> weird like Well yeah, well with a name like Peaky Blinders, a very silly name like Peaky Blinders. Uh I th- I thought that for a long time too. Yeah. Until uh, I started seeing your usual dude bros obsessing over the main character, Thomas Shelby. Then I was like, oh, okay, so there's probably something else going on here. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but the, the Peaky Blinders were an actual street gang uh, in Birmingham, um, although this isn't – it's historical fiction, so they're basically kind of using the name and the general idea of that whole world and then just doing their own fucking thing with it. Of course, uh, yeah. And it's better off for it. I think if they tried to do like a straight, you know, historical drama, it just would be very boring. Versus yeah. this, they like get to have fun with it. Well, good for them. Yeah. So it's a good show. It's very good. All the performances are excellent. The writing's pretty good. It dips a little bit in season two and three. Just things start to get a little bit um, over the top. Yeah. Um, not enough to detract from it by any means. And. Mm-hmm. We just started season four, and I think it's going to get a little more down to earth again. That's cool. Uh, and the show like will jump uh, like a year or so in between seasons, and a lot of stuff will happen off screen, which I actually appreciate because you mm-hmm. can, for the most part, kind of like fill in the blanks of sort of how they get to wherever they are at the start of the new season. Which again, I also appreciate. They're pretty good at like using their time wisely. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those shows where, like, the the main character played by Killian Murphy, um, you know, he always has a plan for everything, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I do wish, and he, like, you know, never tells anybody his plan, and, you know, it's kind of that whole thing. Um, oh, sure, I do yeah. wish that they would at least let the audience know about his plan a little bit more, because it's, I don't know, it's an interesting trope now. Like, every season it's like, and here we go, this thing happened, and now Tommy's going to have a plan, and it may or may not work, but... It'd be nice if, as we as the if we as the audience could find out oh, a little sure, sooner yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, any criticisms I have of the show are very minor. The costume design is fucking great. The action is really good. The violence is brutal, which is awesome. Yeah, all the performances are really good. The cast has really great chemistry. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, and it's you don't get to see. It was also really interesting to see. Um, the twenties from the perspective of the UK, because we always get this sort of New York, Chicago, LA American version of the 1920s. And it is really right. interesting to, to sort of see 
see that era through a slightly different lens. And like some of the stuff that you expect yeah. to be there is there. Um, but then to also see it, yeah, from the, you know, it's always fun to get the the point of view of a gangster who doesn't actually belong in high society and all of that, you know. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Hmm. And it's cool. not like Al Capone or whatever, you know. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good show. Hmm. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, there are only six episodes a season. They're uh, all an hour long. Uh, hmm. But, you know, production value is really high. Yeah, so that's 18 hours of content, right? Oh, no, there's six seasons. Yeah, there are six seasons. 36 hours of content. Give or take. Holy fuck. That's like two Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost two Lord of the Rings movies. It's almost two towers, the extended edition. It's like two towers and a hobbit. I mean, <laughs> it's a lot. That's a lot of content. <laughs> Sounds like I set up for a shitty joke. <laughs> Dude... <laughs> Two towers and a hobbit walk into a, the the what is it the sire the sire. I don't know I, <laughs> <laughs> close enough Lee Michael what is it called the Shire the Shire okay that's right yeah um holy fuck uh, hey Robbie did you get a chance to watch the the teaser trailer for Hocus Pocus two no I didn't know that one dropped. I bet it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it kind of slid in under the radar today. Just sort of appeared online. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Are you? Wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me that no one actually gives a fuck about Hocus Pocus? Yes. Yes, I am trying to convince you mm, of that. Interesting. Who would have thunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I meant to bring it up earlier when we were talking about uh, crappy nostalgia and then you know new movies and stuff, and then I right, kind of right. forgot, and then I just remembered. Fair. Well, did you watch it, Lee Michael? Yeah, I mean, it looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look horrible. Uh, it's just oh, like, man. I mean, here's the thing, you know, it's like uh, humor aimed at the generation below us. Interesting. Okay. So the, the people it's who like are actually nostalgic for the movie, i.e. people our age and a bit older, uh, the movie's not for them, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, it's introduced, it's, you know, Hocus Pocus refueled oh and rebooted. Oh, God, Hocus Pocus Gen Z edition, here we fucking go. Let yeah. me guess, Sarah Jessica Parker calls something poggers. No, no, they they only show up at the end. Um, so what it is is... Well, then I'm going to make that prediction now. Somebody at some point in that movie is going to use poggers or pogs or pog champ or something. You're saying words I don't know what they mean. Uh, I th- it's just like a, an ex an exclamation of like in the affirmative or like something is good. Mm, like okay. poggers would be like it's it's a good thing we like the thing. Like if it's based. Yeah, so it's based. It's just another word for based, sort of. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I, okay. I could I could see like a a teenage girl going into Claire's and buying a shirt that says I'm pog. Uh, pog champ. I'm I'm a pogger. <laughs> I'm pogged out. I like I like pogging. <laughs> I heart pogging. I heart pog, dude. <laughs> I heart pog. Um, that's that's fucking funny. No, so the premise is like uh, these these three teenage girls. They uh, you know the the they're still the legend of the Sanderson sisters or whatever. Yeah, and one of them. They're like trying to become witches or so, or like, I don't know. One of them's trying to awaken. It, it It's weird. It's kind of like the craft or something. It's kind of like the craft meets Hocus Pocus. It's like okay. these three witchy chicks and then they go out into the woods on Halloween. They're going to like tell scary stories and stuff. And then they're like, oh, what if we try to do like a spell from this book? You know, that'd be kind of fun. And then they accidentally, they say the spell and it brings them back. It's pretty simple. Sure. Which is good, you know. Yeah, yeah, at least they're not going uh, too convoluted with it or whatever. Yeah, no, because I, I was like, how are they going to bring them back? You can't just, you can't do the same thing. You can't just have another version like the candle. Yeah, yeah, you have um, to do something different. You have to do one thing that's different. I think, I think that's that's the secret to a mildly successful reboot or sequel. Is you it going to one thing that's different? 
Yeah, I would agree with that. Do you think there is it going to come out on Halloween? Is that when they're going to release it, or like in October? I fucking hope so. <laughs> it doesn't come out in August. Well, I, yeah, I mean, you never know. No, surely it does. It's coming out on Disney Plus, so surely it's October. And you well, know, I think I'll probably think, watch it. Yeah, I think you and I should get drunk and watch it together. Is what I think we should do. I think we should. I think we should get fucking absolutely annihilated, and yes. we should do a double feature of the Hocus Pocus movies and do a commentary and just beautiful. <laughs> just release that. I'm yeah. down. Uh, briefly, by the way, I got my tickets to see Motion City Soundtrack at Tower Theater. In Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very I should probably time. do that. Very exciting time. Wonderful time. Huge. 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 It's gonna be yeah, big. I should probably do that. Big, I should probably do that, too. Bigly fun. It wasn't come bad. Down, it was like $30 general admission. Yeah, I think that's what I've paid usually for like $30, $40 for MCS. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I come down to visit. <sighs> yeah. Oh my God! Justice had a baby. Who? Justice. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot that he was well. Good for him. Yeah. Well, didn't have a choice. Uh, cool. So, Robert, do you have? <laughs> Robert, do, you have <laughs> do you have anything else to add? Do you have any other thoughts on uh, no. this? Uh, fucking put or me out abortion? of my misery, please. <laughs> <laughs> fucking put me out of my misery. All right, cool. Well, hey, uh, listeners, thanks for tuning in. If you have any thoughts you want to add about uh, Hocus Pocus 2 or abortion, uh, reach out to us on Instagram, you know? Please do. Uh, leave us a uh, leave us a review or on whatever platform you uh, listen to us on if you have the time to do that. And if you like this and you want to hear more, you can tune in same time next week, wherever you just heard us.